Hey, it's me, Eddie B from the E's and B's podcast, and we're here to let you know that this week's episode is sponsored to you by Ohio Grudge Racing. Shout out to OGR, Josh Robinson and crew. Make sure you guys go go check them out at OhioGrudgeRacing.com for some bomb-ass photos, videos, and keeping you up to date with the World Series of No Prep Racing. That's Ohio Grudge Racing. Make sure you check them out. Let them know that Eddie B from the E's and B's sent you. They are a proud sponsor of today's podcast, OhioGrudgeRacing.com. Wrestling and sports fans. This is the E's and B's, the Baker and Eggs of Wrestling Sports Podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. (laughs) (laughs) Your mama said alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Anybody else? Yes, I use Alligators are aggressive because of an enlarged medulla oblongata. It's the sector of the brain which controls aggressive behavior. That is correct. The medulla oblongata. Mama said- the medulla oblongata is where anger, jealousy, and aggression come from. Now, is there anybody here can tell me where happiness comes from? <clears throat> Anyone? All right. Let's hear what Mama has to say on the subject. Mama say that happiness is from magic rays of sunshine that come down when you're feeling blue. <laughs> <laughs> Well, folks, Mama's wrong again. No kind of saying this. You're wrong. Mama's right. Mama's right. Mama's right. Mama's right. his medulla oblongata. It's okay to fight back. Coach Klein said I could. Mr. Coach Klein said I could. It's fine. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. Joining us again here on this 
beautiful last holiday of the summer. That's right, Friday, September 1st, 2023, where you be. If you're doing labor, stop for the weekend. And if you're having labor, well, you know the deal. Keep it pushing. Crack those eggs. Butter that toast. Because it's time for the sunny side. from it. A lot of room down on third base line for show A. There's a things off as always right there on the diamond things heating up of course getting into the last push there for the playoff season in MLB and of course you heard there Otani taking over again there in the home run lead but the eyes are on how things set in those standings let's jump Right into it, starting off in there in the American League. It's those Baltimore Orioles that are at 83 and 50. Just a game and a half up in their division. Then in the Central, it's the Minnesota Twins at 69 and 65. They are five games up in their division. And rounding out there in the American League, a lot of change in this division. It's now the Seattle Mariners. That's right, at a 76 and 34 tied. With the Astros there in that division. A lot more to come here in a second on that. Switching it up, going to the National League. It's those, oh, 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 oh you know already. It's the Atlanta Braves, 87 and 45, the best in baseball. They're 13 and a half up in their division. Then it's the Brook Crew. The Brewers, they're at 74 and 59. Three games up there in the Central and rounded out here in the West. It's those LA Pay Me Dodgers. That's right. They are at 83 and 49. 14 and a half games up in the West out here. Now let's jump right into those stats. Starting out the batting average, it's Luis Arez. That's right. He's got a three. 49 solid batting average going into this weekend. We've already discussed it. Home runs on top. Back over Olsen. It's going to be Shohei Atani. 44 of those home runs is where it stands going into the weekend. RBIs, it's Matt Olsen from the Braves. He's got 112. Then on the hits, we got a new leader. How about Freddie Freeman? That's right. From those pay me Dodgers, he's got 178. And on the stolen base side of things, it's still going to be Ronald Acuna Jr. with 61. Switching it up. Pitching. How about the wins? It's the Cubs. Justin Steele. That's right. He's tied with Steve with Strider there with 15. ERA is going to be Blake Snell. He's got a 2.6. Oh, still solid ERA going into this weekend. Saves. We got a new one. It's back to Claws. He's got 36 of those puppies going into this weekend as well. And rounding it out, strikeouts, it's still going to be our boy Strider. He's got 236. We talked about that last weekend. Still about 100 away from that Nolan Ryan record. We'll see if he can pull it off. About 20 to 25 games left in this regular season, folks. Here is how the wild card stands in the American League. It's Tampa plus Six and a half games, and Houston, they're up one. Now dangling on by a thread, it's Texas at even, and those Blue Jays, they're knocking on the door. They're back only two and a half games going into this weekend. Over on the National League side of things, it's those Phillies. They're up five games, and the Cubs are up two there for the second spot. Dangling, fighting their way in. It's the Giants at even. The D-Bags, they're at a half game out, and the Red Legs, they're only a game back as well. So very, very tight races all around both American and National Leagues. We'll be keeping an eye on that, all the hits, the wins, and everything else you need to know. Sliding off the bases right here next week on The Burst. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a fan tell someone 
about this podcast. Keeping it going here on the sunny side up. Let's go from the diamond to the gridiron. Richard up to the NFL, that's right. As you know, the preseason is now behind us and looking forward to week one, just six. That's right, folks, six days away before we get this NFL 2023-24 season kicked off. As we know, the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chumps will be taking on the Detroit Lions next week. We'll be diving a lot more into that. But as we know, this week, a hard, hard week for some of the futures there in the NFL. Over a 1,000 players cut. Here are some of those big names released by some of those teams, starting out with the Patriots cutting both. Their backup and third-string quarterback, Zappi, and the other gentleman, Robinson, being released there from the Patriots. The big question mark is going to be, who backs up Matt Jones? We'll keep an eye on that story. My Dolphins over there, they released a couple players, one big noted. Miles Gaskin, he's been with the Dolphins for several seasons. A solid running back, got picked right up by the Vikings, so good for him. The Colts, how about this, putting Jonathan Tanner, that running back situation, on the pup list, Dolphins no deal done. A second team was mentioned. Obviously, some people thinking it was the Bills. Others uh, saying it was the Chiefs. Nothing happened. Therefore, he will not be playing for the first four weeks, no matter what team he is on. We'll keep a closer eye on that situation as it keeps developing. Then we got, how about the Cardinals? Kyler Murray in the same boat. Pup for the first four weeks. Not sure what's going on there. He will not be starting the Arizona Cardinals season out, that is going to be very questionable. Also, cutting Colt McCoy, the veteran quarterback there for the Cardinals, who normally plays when Kyler Murray is not there. So, very interesting stuff. Then the Buffalo Chokes. How about this? Von Miller as well on the pup list, coming off that injury, of course, from last season. So, it won't be until week five before we see old Bonnie boy there for the Buffalo Chokes. And... Damar Hamlin, of course, the heartwarming story. We all know all about it. He made the squad, so congratulations to him. How about the New York Giants? They cut Crowder and Beasley, two wide receivers there for uh, my man up there. Going to be let go. We'll see what happens in their replacements. And then, as well, a big, big story in Kansas City. How about their man, Chris Jones? We talked about it last week, this week. Same situation, still holding out. Not going to give in. We're going to have to wait and see if he even plays this year. I know, like I said, it's a big thing for the Kansas City Chiefs coming up next week, kicking the season off. That's right, folks. Six days away. NFL coming at us. We cannot wait here at the E's and B's. We'll be diving into every hit, every play, and giving you all the winners, losers, and what to keep your eyes on right here on the best. Keeping things going here on the sunny side up. Let's switch the gears up, pick the pace, and talk some racing there's the white flag one more to go huge push on the outside from the six three cars in tandem now will the bumper stay locked the six of brad keselowski trying to push that 17 here comes harvick in the four big push from the 10 he stays committed to the six down the back straightaway elliott pushing the four busher and keselowski now, which line will they take through three and four for the final time? Busher separates a car link between he and Keselowski. Brad's got no help. I don't think he gets back there to the 17. As they come to the trioval, Busher's going to win at Daytona. There you have it. And the NASCAR regular season is over. That's right. Wrapping up, as you know, last week there in Daytona, Saturday night. Under the lights and all the must winners. Well, they did not win, as you heard there. The 17 Kai of Chris Busher getting the win. Congratulations to him on an outstanding finish to this regular season there for RFK. Definitely tearing it up and shocking everyone. But congratulations to Martin Truex, as he is the regular season's points champion. But that is not what we're here to talk about, as we know. It is now playoff time. That's right, 16 of the baddest NASCAR drivers lining up for the chance to become named 2023 NASCAR Cup champion. And as we know, last week there was some people dangling 
on the cut line. Well, everybody stayed where they were, and this is how they're going to kick off this weekend, starting in Darlington. That's right, the cookout. Southern 500 going on this weekend down there in Darlington. And here is how the playoff points will go. Starting in 16th, it's going to be the 23 Kai of Bubba Wallace. Then in the 15th spot, it's going to be the Fort Machine of Kevin Havoc. 14th spot's going to be the 47 machine of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. 13th spot's going to be the 34 car of Michael McDowell. Then the 12th spot is going to be the 12 car of Ryan Blaney. In the 11th spot, it's going to be the 22 machine of Joey Laguno. In the 10th spot, it's going to be the 45 machine of Tyler Reddick. In the ninth spot, it's going to be a six car of Brad Kislowski. In the eighth spot, it's going to be the number one machine of Ross. Crash him up, Chastain. In the seventh spot, it's going to be the 20 car of Christopher Bill. In the sixth spot, it's going to be the five car of Kyle Lawson. In the fifth spot, it's going to be the eight car of Kyle Bush. In the fourth spot, it's going to be the 17 car of Christopher Busher. In the third spot, it's going to be the 11 car of Denny. And in the second spot, it will be your season champ there in the 19 car, Martin Truex Jr. And starting on top, it's going to be the 24th machine of Willie Byron. That's right. That's how it sets, folks. Going into the Darlington this weekend, this will be the first of four. As you know, that's how they do it after the fourth race. We'll drop down to 12. So four spots to be eliminated after that race. Here, how's it, here's how it goes. Darlington, Kansas, Bristol, and we'll wrap it up in Texas. That's where the cut will be. We'll keep our eyes on that. Keep you up to date with all the wrecks, points, and everything you need to know coming out of the 7 500 this weekend there in NASCAR. Keeping the same pace. Let's switch the gears. Talk some shop. That's right, going down last weekend there in our hometown here of Colorado, Colorado National Speedway, setting things up for a big weekend this weekend. But congratulations to these winners from last weekend there in the Super Late Models. It was the 58 machine of Kyle Ray. Congratulations to him from us here at the E's and B's. Then in the Modifieds, it was the 51 machine of Kyle Clegg, this man's been killing it all season long. Congratulations to Kyle. And in the Super Stocks, what would it be? None other than a bad-to-the-bone race all night long, just like it has been each week out. But this week, it's going to go to the 49 machine again of Chris Cox. Congratulations to him and Team Hilton and Abeda on an outstanding weekend there at Colorado National Speedway. Now this weekend, not one, but two. That's right, nights of racing going down tomorrow night. Starting out, we'll have the late models, the legends, pure stocks, and figure eights. Then switch it up to Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, as we'll have the legends again, super stocks, the Bandoneros, trains, and, of course, fireworks all weekend. Colorado National Speedway. Make sure you check it out, and we'll have the winners, losers, and everything coming out of there right here next week on The Best. Keeping it going here on the short track side of things. How about this weekend in my home state? That's right. A big, big race each and every year we love to talk about. It's going to be the... Labor Day weekend at Winchester, Winchester Speedway, one of the baddest high-banked short tracks in America, but they will be having a special three-day weekend race, of course, going back to the three days instead of just two, but very, very cool stuff, the warm-up before the big Winchester 400 later on this year, but make sure you guys go check out Going on there at Winchester, you do not want to miss it. We'll have all the updates, winners, losers, and everything you need to know coming right here from Winchester next week on The Best. Over in the crossover traffic side of things there on the Law figure eights last weekend we talked, of course, it was the pre-warm-up for the biggest, that's right, baddest outlaw race of the year going on. The three-hour Outlaw Figure Eight World Finals there at the Speed Drone. But last weekend, we had the pre-warm-up as the as the 47th annual one-hour went down last weekend there at the Speed Drone, setting the stage with 28 bad-to-the-bone Outlaw Figure Eight drivers on the track. And, of course, we had a couple little incidents, a couple dirty driving. We know all who that is, but... When it comes down to it, we have the Tonys battling out there for the front. But 
getting the checkered flags after the one hour ran off. It was none other than the number 28 machine of Jeffrey Shackelford. Congratulations to Jeffrey Shackelford and the Shack Pack from us here at the E's and B's on an outstanding race run last weekend, setting back, just minding his business, following the Tony boys around, doing what he was supposed to, and bam, he was there at the end. Nobody to contend about a car or a car to half win on the the finish there. So congratulations to Jeffrey Shackelford and, and his team. And also congratulations to Mark and Ben Tony, Jesse Tony, Austin Tony on a bad to the bone run as well, finishing right behind him there. So congratulations to those guys. They got one week off and then they'll get things set up and we'll be talking all about it right here, prepping you next week. That's right. It's going to be the 47th annual Three-hour Outlaw Figure 8 World Finals going down. Speed drum, you do not want to miss it. We'll be talking who's going to be the hot one to watch and who will be coming from the back. That's right. All kinds of good stuff. We'll break it down. And, of course, everything else you need to know coming through the crossover right here next week. Keeping things going here on the sunny side. Let's switch the gears. Go from the rowdy round side of things to the Street! That's right. No prep racing going on last weekend and all kinds of bad to the bone action across the nation. And this weekend, we've got the U.S. Nationals down there. IRP. Make sure you go support Smoke and all those guys down there. But last weekend, what a great weekend we had. Bad to the bone, close racing each round and solid car counts across all platform so let's talk about some of those winners last weekend as we had kd that's right at the hill it was blocks race congratulations to cj and raggedy and getting the big win there in small tire from us here at the e's and b's last weekend at kd then at salem we had the mr2 brothers that's right them guys are just bad to the bone fast knocking off austin shepherd in the finals congratulations to those guys they are super super on fire right now keep your eyes out for them then at us 60 that's right we had another bad to the bone race how about dylan cato that's right Putting it to them, that's right, last weekend. Congratulations to Dylan Cato and the team getting a big, big win. And a shout-out to Zach Jones, that's right, one of our favorite here at the E's and B's, as him and Team Meatball getting the second-chance final win. I know it's not the one he wanted, but, hey, it's something. Congratulations to Zach in that one. Then over at Battlefield, it was the other partner to Dylan. How about Frankenstein, that's right, Isaac Preston getting the big win down there at Battlefield, congratulations to those guys, and we all know how bad that car is, can't wait to see it here in a short couple weeks, and up there at South Mountain, how about my boy, Dragger Dies Race, it going on up there, had a solid showing, shout out to Petey Smallblock, and the Tabers up there putting on some awesome, awesome displays, but when it came down to the finals, for the win, congratulations to Brady Kyle from us here at E's and B's on an outstanding run for South Mountain last weekend. Their dragger dies. Big race at South Mountain. Congratulations to him from us here at the E's and B's. And last but not least, how about no prep mania ran there at Jim and Tad's at Magnolia last weekend. Solid, solid race. Congratulations to the D team and an outstanding display there. Awesome each and every time them guys put on a race. But when it came down to the end, it was a very, very familiar face. And I'm sure it made his family and all his fans very happy. Congratulations to SRC's Billy the Kid. That's right. Congratulations to him getting the big win last weekend. No prep mania 7.5 and to top it off, his brother Tommy, that's right, Tommy Two Guns, gets the win in the second chance. So they sweep the money up there at Jim and Tad's Magnolia. Congratulations to him on an outstanding run there last weekend. Now this weekend, how about the races that are going down? Some bad to the bone races you do not want to miss. That's right. How about starting off with King of Cashville? That'll be going on at Crossville. Make sure you guys go check out that. Then we have the battle at the big end. With the baddest on the light, that's right, Limpy will be in Muncie starting tomorrow there for that big race. Make sure you guys support Limpy for all of the stuff. Make sure you guys keep up to date. Make sure you don't miss out on any of his action. 
Then, as well, we'll have Clifton Quad, State of the Union going down. Make sure you guys go support Clifton and all his people for that bad to the bone race and a big pot to win there. Then, as well, we'll have one of the big races everybody's talking about. It's a memorial race. How about shout out to Kent Rose's on-drop revival. We know 10 soldiers and my boy Happy at Support Your Local Street Racer, SRC, and all those folks will be putting that race on. So make sure you guys go support that. That's going to be at the Airstrip. So bad to the bone races all across the nation. I know there's a lot more I'm missing, but we'll be talking all about those winners, losers, building you up on everything. No prep because we got some bad to the bone stuff coming up very, very soon. Of course, we'll be making one more trip. That's right. War in the Woods is coming, folks. We'll be talking about that and everything else in the next short weeks. But with that, we got one last thing on the no prep side of things. How about MPK? That's right. They kicked it back off second half of the season last week as they were up in Idaho. Firebird Raceway, and when it come down to it, Friday night, Kai Kelly winning great eight, putting the money in the pocket. But on Saturday, a little bit different, that's right, as they got everything ran down till well, the finals as there was an accident beforehand, hurting the track wall and suspending the race. Therefore, Chuck 55 in his first final up against Lizzie Musi. That's going to be postponed until next weekend as they'll be traveling right here. That's right, as you know, MPK, Bandamere Speedway, one last time next weekend, September 8th and 9th. You do not want to miss it. And now you're going to get not one, but two MPK finals. So make sure you guys go check that out. E's and B's cannot wait. The last time, Bandamere, the big loud cars, going to be rolling down that mountain strip. We'll be checking it out, letting you know how things go, keeping you up to date with what you need to see and who will be there and everything else. MPK right here next week. Bam the Mirror Speedway, and we cannot wait. With that, that's going to wrap up the sunny side. Stay tuned. We cannot wait. We got something to kick off. Coming up next, you don't want to miss it. It's the meat segment, and we're going to be talking college football kickoff. That's right. You're listening to the East and B's Podcast. Kicking off last weekend with the little teaser as Notre Dame smashing Navy. And, of course, USC putting it to San Jose State. But for most people across the nation, a fast game last night in Florida in Utah. But everybody else waiting for tomorrow morning college game day kickoff for the first time there in the 2023 season. We cannot wait. We're super excited, and of course, we'll be diving all the way in each and every week to college football, and of course, this season, a very special, monumental season, as we talked before, Pac-12 separating, teams going places, new faces, everything will be shaking up after this year, another thing changing, well, how about the tournament, it'll be enlarging growing that's right as with more teams added next year so so many things gonna be happening next season but this year we're talking bad to the bone football last time rivals facing each other for the very very last time in a long time and 
a lot of other things to be looking out for as we'll be looking for this year's Heisman winner and who to keep your eyes on going towards that college playoff at the end of the season. So, so many things in the college football season. We're super excited here at the E's and B's. Don't forget, we'll be doing picks and gravy live there on our YouTube and picking a lot of these college football games each and each and every Saturday morning, so you don't want to miss out for that. But with that being said, before we get done here on the meet, we're going to give you three college games that you must check out this weekend, kicking off the 2023-24 college football season, starting off game number one. It's those Deion Sander, Colorado Buffaloes. They'll be heading to a team that's very, very well known in the college playoff world. How about TCU? That game tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern. Do not miss that one. Game number two, it's going to be Ohio State. That's they will have all eyes on them as we have a new quarterback behind helm and everything. All pressure there in Buckeye country as they'll be heading to my alumni in the Hoosiers IU there Saturday 3.30 Eastern, Big Ten Network. Do not do not miss oh, how Ohio State starts out the season. Will they dominate like they normally do in Ohio or in Indiana? Or will we have some shaky rust to get shooken off? Keep your eye out for that one. And rounding it out, folks, game three of the weekend you must check out. It's going to be those LSU Tigers. They'll be taking on the Florida State Seminoles. That game, 7.30 Eastern, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And that will wrap up week one, college one football, folks. We'll be breaking all that down. Winners, losers, big hits, and who to keep your eye on, and everything you need to know on Picks and Gravy. Check all that out, and everything right here will keep you up to date. With that, that's going to wrap up this week's meat segment. Stay tuned. We got a tribute coming up next. And, of course, dropping those bows. You're listening to the E's and B's Podcast. Hey, it's me, Eddie B. And are you like me and wish you could be at every single no prep race out there, but you know you can't? Well, that's all right, because this week's sponsor here on the E's and B's podcast will take you live to every event they go to. That's No Prep Felons live. Make sure you guys go check out our friends Bob and Kelly Rice there at noprepfelons.com for all of their action. Make sure you keep up to date with them. Get that bell, everything clicked. Subscribe to their YouTube. That's No Prep Felons Live, a proud sponsor of the E's and B's podcast. Don't miss it.
I'll get to the Miz in a second. But from what I can tell, tonight's about Bray Wyatt. I walked out here into this building tonight, and I saw everybody out here representing with the Fireflies. And it just got me thinking. It had me rewinding my mind a little bit because I think back to the fact that sometimes your greatest foes can turn out to be your greatest helpers. Now, let me just go ahead and be honest about this. Bray Wyatt and I, we went through hell. That guy did everything imaginable to me, and I did everything that I could back to him. And through that, you know what he was doing? He was getting me ready for anything. And I'm going to be honest, I held myself together pretty well tonight until I saw the pictures of his family. I got to be honest, my heart breaks for that. But as I look around, I can hear it. I can feel it. Again, when I saw each one of those fireflies out here tonight, I know that all of you can feel the spirit of Bray Wyatt in this building. I'm anywhere, SmackDown, Raw, hell, we can go to TMZ. I will show you once and for all whose game is it with everybody saying. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. Ms. A wise man once told me, the next time you see me, run. And there you have it. That's how we'll start out this week's Scrambled. As you know, as we went on air last week, we found out the very tragic news of Wyndham Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt, losing his life on very, very unexpectedly. And a very sad moment. And of course, we didn't get a chance to touch on it last week. So this week, we dedicate the wrestling segment to the late, great Bray Wyatt. Of course, one of the best, best there at WWE Innovators. And very, very well known across the nation. Our hearts and thoughts go out to his family and friends in that very sad situation. Of course, as you heard Last Friday night, SmackDown dedicated to Bray Wyatt. Monday Night Raw dedicated to Bray Wyatt. And, of course, everybody on the other channel doing the exact same. Very tough time, of course, leading into a premium live event this weekend as it's payback. That's right. That's what's going down there for WWE. And I know very heavy hearts will be going on all weekend. It'll be very interesting to see Saturday night payback premium live pay-per-view and here is how that card will be starting out it'll be l a night yeah taking on none other than miz you heard him talk about it there in his promo we hope l a night comes out on top then we'll have the champion of the united states ray mysterio jr he'll be taking on austin theory of course we know this has been a back and forth battle between him and of course the other people in the l W-O, therefore, WWE. So very interesting. Keep your eyes out. Will Rey Mysterio hold on to that last championship belt very long? Or will he give it right back to Austin Theory? Then we got a tag team championship bout as Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn will be defending their belts against Judgment Day. I feel like default for that one. That one will end as Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn walking out champions. Then another championship bout. How about the women's champion? The baddest women there at WWE. Rhea Ripley. She'll be taking on Raquel Rodriguez. Raquel Rodriguez. She'll be definitely coming out of there with the belt. No change, I claim, on that one. Then in the co-main event, it will be a cage match as Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus will put themselves in the cage one more time at payback. Does Becky get revenge or will Trish Trish Stratus come out on top? We'll keep her eye out for that. And in the main event of the evening, it will be for the fake world championship there as the champion Seth Rollins will be taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. I don't know, folks. We could see a belt change. I doubt it, but if I was a betting man, he would be the best person to put that belt on to to maybe get a little bit more out of it. It's obviously a heel situation and a face. So we'll see what happens there. Going down tomorrow night, it's WWE's Payback. We'll keep you up to date with all the hits, elbow drops, and body slams. Now let's turn the page to the other channel.
ladies and gentlemen, I love coming to work and I get excited every day to see two different generations, one that I'm in the middle of, Sting and Darby Allen. I appreciate coming to work and seeing all of you staying late, hanging out with all of us, letting us entertain you. One of the big reasons I would say that I'm here, maybe that Sting's here, maybe that Darby's here, there's a little piece of this man in each and every single one of you here today. I stand on the shoulders of giants, and today we lost one, Terry Funk. Well, coming off one of the big events there, that was the uh, promo from Saturday Night Collision the night before the biggest, largest world's ever wrestling event in Wimbledon Stadium, over 81,000 packed the house for all in. And the reason why I played that clip, well, folks, that's all everybody wants to talk about is CM Punk and Jungle Boy Jack Perry as a little skirmish happening there behind stage in Gorilla before the event started. Obviously, Zero Hour already kicking off and Jack Perry making a snide comment. Obviously, heated things happened and some other stuff. Now, obviously, we should be talking way more about the largest world best wrestling event ever there at Wimbledy but of course all of the media wants to talk about the fight in the back I'm gonna tell you what FTR the baddest tag team in the world holds on to their belts MJF knocks off Adam Cole but in zero hour they win the ring of honor tag team championship together that storyline continuing on and then of course Soraya becoming women's world champion in her hometown very very cool stuff one of the biggest, baddest shows ever. Of course, all kinds of talent all across the board. Congratulations to Tony Khan and everyone at AEW for an outstanding job. A company less than five years young, and they put on one of the largest events ever with a lot of people that people do know and don't know. So very, very good stuff there at AEW. Now they kick it off and go right back into another pay-per-view weekend as it's all out this weekend at Chicago. You do not want to miss another big card, but the news obviously still CM Punk, Jack, Jungle Boy Jack Perry suspended. We will not see them. We didn't hear anything Wednesday night about the situation, but we've been reading all week about how they will not be in attendance, and we got to wait for investigation on that story. So going to this weekend, here is how the card goes. We'll start out with how about Miro versus Hobbs. They've been building this one up. Miro, of course, making his return a couple weeks ago. So we cannot wait to see how Miro and Hobbs put on a show. Then we're going to have Kenny Omega. He'll be taking on Takeshka. Of course, that storyline's been building for months. Will Don be the, the crutch between the whole thing? Or will Omega come out on top? We'll see how that shakes down. Then for the women's TNT champion, or excuse me, the women's TBS championship, it'll be Chris Statlander putting her belt on the line against Ruby Soho. Therefore, that will keep an eye to see if the belt switches hands. I don't have a feeling it will. Then another championship belt on the line. How about the international champion as Orange? I never, ever, never wrestle. Cassidy will be taking on John Moxley. I bet this will be blood involved. We'll see how that shakes out coming off of Stadium Stampede. Those two dudes definitely getting some gruesome stuff in there at Wimbledy. Of course, Orange Cassidy finishing off with the glass fist punch. So we'll see how that thing breaks down. Will Moxley be a new international champion? And then in the main event of the evening, it will be for the TNT Championship as the champion Luchasaurus with Christian Cage. He'll be going up against Dobby Allen. So keep your eyes out, folks. Two pay-per-views back-to-back Saturday and Sunday. Two great shows you don't want to miss. We'll have all the winners, losers, and everybody coming off the top rope right here next week on The Best. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell someone about this podcast. Last thing I got before we wrap this whole thing up, how about you? See, that's right, going down last weekend, fight night, as Max 
Holloway, El Kukui it is, getting the big knockout win over the Korean Zombie. And afterwards, of course, Korean Zombie announcing his retirement on an outstanding career. Congratulations to Korean Zombie. It was awesome seeing him fight, of course, a big, big stud back in the day. But going out with the knockout, congratulations, Max Holloway, on a big, big win. Now this weekend, it'll be another UFC fight night going down in France. That's right. You want to check out the main event as Gagne will be taking on Spivak. That's the big card there. So we'll have everything coming out of the squared circle, the octagon, and everything else right here next week on the best. With that, that's going to wrap up the scrambled. We're going to wrap this whole thing up like a burrito. We're going to give the shout outs and let you know what we got coming up next. That's right. It's the toast. You're listening to the E's. And bees, podcast. Yeah. He's got the Part of the show. Get out your jams, your jelly, your cinnamon, your butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast, as we always do each and every week here on the toast. Go through those weekly personal shout outs and, of course, get you up to date with what we got going on. Let's jump right into it and get to those weekly shout outs. Starting right on out with our sponsors. Give a big shout out to Ohio Grudge Racing's Josh Robinson. Make sure you guys go support Ohio Grudge Racing at OhioGrudgeRacing.com for all. All of the World Series of No Prep Racing you need to find out about. Go follow OhioGrudgeRacing.com. Also, a big shout-out to No Prep Felons Live. Make sure you guys support Bob and Kelly Rice there at No Prep Felons Live. The baddest three-angle live feed in the No Prep world. Go support No Prep Felons Live at NoPrepFelonsLive.com. Also, shout-out to my boy Limpy, the baddest on the light. Make sure you guys go support him. Shout-out to Happy and Kinsey at Support Your Local Street Racer. Shout-out to Jeff Thomas. Shout-out to Julie Randall and Nitrous Nikki. Shout-out to Corey at Spool Media. Shout-out to Jasper Graham and the boys at Bipolar Performance. Shout-out to Team Meatball. Shout-out to Moonshiners Garage. Shout-out to 20, 24-7 Motorsports. Shout-out to Carolina Performance, Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout-out to Pennywise Racing and Media's Robert Smith. Shout-out to Raggedy Ann. Shout-out to On Tilt Racing. Shout-out to SRC. Shout-out to Old Man's Garage. Shout-out to Jimmy Dale. Shout-out to G2K. Shout-out to Bruce. 660. Shout out to Team of Hilton and Abeda. Shout out to the Tonys, Matt Smith. Shout out to Crossover Traffic. Shout out to Rocky Mountain Pros, Yaden, Dustin, Lilith, Remy, my boys, Neil, Brian, Tony, Ty, and oh, my peeps at The Green Solution. Make sure you guys go check out The Green Solution for oh, your cannabis needs. All right, make sure you're checking up with us each and every week at easeandbees.org. That's where you can find all of our social media outlets. And of course, that's where you can support us. Go over there, click that merch button. It'll take you right over there. Several different designs and colors and sizes to choose from, stickers, everything else. Go check out the E's and B's merch. Make sure you click that button. That's how you can support us. Also, make sure you check it out tomorrow. That's right. Coming back baby to the youtube channel live in the morning if you're up having coffee or what you may be doing need something to check out and you're not too sure on who to pick that's right check out tomorrow's picks and gravy live there on the ease and bees youtube channel as we'll be picking this weekend's college football and of course maybe even the nascar race there at darlington so a lot of cool stuff coming back to picks and gravy and we're bringing back pick guest pickers so you do not want to miss out for that that's going down easy and bees youtube make sure you hit that subscribe button click that bell so you do not miss out also make sure you guys are checking out 
the E's and B's YouTube there, as we'll have a special guest coming up very soon here in September. That's right, Moonshiner's Garage will be our next guest, and then a second guest before the end of the month, but we're not giving out no secrets just yet, so make sure you're clicked on our YouTube so you do not miss out on those interviews, or you follow us each and every Friday wherever you listen to your podcast at. That's right, that's E's and B's, the best breakfast wrestling and sports podcast on your Fridays. All right, you want to be on the show? How about this? Get us at E's and B's podcast at gmail.com. Give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on air. That's A's and B's podcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to help us out, be a sponsor just like Ohio Grudge Racing or No Prep Felons. Same thing. Get us at A's and B's podcast at gmail.com. We'll get you a contract. Very low price. Get you played three times each Friday on the episode. And of course, attach any kind of video to any Live performance or video version there on our YouTube. It's very simple. Just get at us at Podcast at gmail.com. All right, with that, that's going to lead us right up to this week's Sports Illustrated Fact of the Day. How about this? One tradition at the Masters involves having, having the defending champion help the new champion put on the famous green jacket, which was a problem in 1966 when Jack Nicholas became the first player to win the tournament in consecutive seasons. It was decided Nicholas would put the jacket on himself. And that is today's Sports Illustrated Fact of the Day. All right, you know the deal with that. It's time for LB's your city top 10 cities downloaded goes like this starting off with number 10 we're gonna give a big shout out and thank you to mason michigan shout out to mason michigan thank you so much mason number nine how about newark ohio shout out to newark h-o no wait o-h Newark, Ohio. Shout out to Newark. Number eight, it's Tampa, Florida. Shout out to those people in Tampa. Hope they're doing good with the hurricane. Number seven, it's El Paso, Texas. Shout out to El Paso, Texas. Number six, it's right here in the home state. It's Johnstown, Colorado. Shout out to Johnstown, Colorado. Number five, it's right here in the home city where we lie. The home capital where we lie. It's Denver, Colorado. Shout out to Denver, Colorado. Number four, it's back in Ohio. How about Cincinnati? Shout out to Cincinnati, Ohio. Number three, it's the guy that's usually on top. How about this? It's Louisville, Kentucky. Shout out to my friends in Louisville. Number two, it's overseas. It's Rayburn, Germany. And back on top. That's right. It's the home city where we lie. It's Portland, Colorado. Thank you so much for all the love. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family, tell someone about this podcast and stay tuned. We got some very cool stuff coming up. And also, shout out to my cousin Mitchell. Happy 42nd. We love you. With that, have a kick-ass weekend. Until next week, you know the drill. Make sure you you <laughs> Peace. We love you.